We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Many Christians are experiencing much tragedy and many problems in life that's not God's will. It simply would not happen if they would gain knowledge of the Word of God and how to use the power of God's Word and the name of Jesus to divert the direction they're headed. I see people all the time that I can tell that if they don't change their words, they're headed for a shipwreck in life. Now, see, you can't always change those people. I've been able to change some of them. My books have changed thousands of them. I get letters all the time that say, the book, The Tongue of Creative Force, has just changed my life totally. And I got control of my life because my life was out of control, because my words were out of control. I was proclaiming and saying what the devil said and believing for all the bad things to happen. Well, the reason is believing for the bad things to happen is because they were saying all the bad things were going to happen. Well, you see, when they changed that and began to speak positive things, it didn't change them overnight. They just looked like they were still headed for shipwreck, but eventually it began to turn their life, and it totally changed their life. Now, this is what James is saying to you. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body. Now, did you hear what he said it'd do to your body? He said it'll defile your whole body. It'll make you sick. In fact, it'll kill you. <laughs> Some of the things that people are saying, I'd rather curse than say some of the things that I hear people saying. Because God will forgive you for that, but some of the things they're saying is going to send them to an early grave. Now, what we need to realize is that Jesus said some things in 12th chapter of Matthew that comes right in line with this, where he said, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he brings forth good things. He said, out of the bunch of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So the good man that's got the good treasure of God's Word in his heart, he brings it forth in a time when he faces a situation in life when he don't know what to do. He brings the Word of God out. He proclaims what God said about him. In the face of all contradictory evidence, even though it looks like he's headed for shipwreck, he proclaims what God said, and it turns him. It changes him. It puts an image inside. He begins to believe that he's going to be successful. And he avoids tragedy financially. Because he proclaimed what God said caused faith to come. The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members. It defileth the whole body. It setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. Now stop and ask yourself, who set this tongue on fire of hell? Certainly God didn't do it. It came from the devil, didn't it? You see, the problem... When Adam ate of the tree of the knowledge of blessing and calamity. See, Satan told Adam and Eve a half-truth. He said, God knows in the day that you eat of that tree of the knowledge of blessing and calamity that you'll be as gods, knowing good and evil. Be as God. Well, now, see, he told a half-truth. They did gain the knowledge of calamity. They already had the knowledge of good. 
But the thing that he didn't tell them was the day you eat of the fruit, you will know how to produce blessing and calamity by the words of your mouth. But the thing he didn't tell them was that you won't be able to control the words of your mouth after you eat of the fruit. See, when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit, they lost control of the tongue. The very next thing they said, I was afraid. Fear came. And then faith was perverted to fear. And then trouble started. And they've been going on ever since. So he's saying here that the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity, is set on fire of hell. Well, certainly God didn't do it. Adam got his tongue poisoned when he ate of the fruit. The Bible said the poisoner came in the garden. The word serpent there in the original Hebrew is translated poisoner. The poisoner came in the garden. He poisoned his tongue. And there are many people today that are absolutely poisoning their lives and causing shipwreck by the things they're saying. They're proclaiming defeat and destruction. You hear people saying, well, you know, <laughs> I heard somebody say this. They said, when I got 40 years old, I just started falling apart. I guess I'll be in a wheelchair before I get 50, you know. Well, they probably will if they don't change their words. Because their body will obey them. James said it's like putting bits in a horse's mouth. You can turn the whole body. Their body is going to obey them if they continue to say that. That's the way it works. They're creating an image inside. Now, see, that's why Jesus said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, to the problem, to the sycamine tree, to whatever, be removed, be cast into the sea. This thing's not going to hinder me any longer. No, I'm not going to end up in a wheelchair. No, I'm going to believe for my healing. I'm going to proclaim that I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Create that image inside you. Many people have invited sickness and disease. I'll tell you, quite frankly, Satan will come home and live at your house if you buddy up with him. And many Christians are doing that unknowingly so. Tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. It setteth on fire the course of nature, and it's set on fire of hell. Now, they setteth on fire the course of nature. The Amplified says the wheels of lineage are actually the way we would say it today. What you've inherited. In other words, you know, when you take out an insurance policy, they'll ask you, how old is your father? Does he have high blood pressure? Does he have heart trouble? Did he die young? Or whatever. Now, from all of those questions, they can determine whether or not you're susceptible to certain diseases that are hereditary. See, there are some people that heart disease or weak heart runs in the family. There's some diseases that are hereditary, not all of them. So from that, they can tell whether you will likely live long, have good health, or are you liable to be sickly or come down with something that some of your relatives did. Well, you could inherit good health from your mother and your father and so on and not have any hereditary diseases, but if you don't control your tongue, you may die young with an infection of an ingrowing toenail. Because Satan's out to kill you. If he has to do it with an ingrowing toenail, he'll do it if you'll listen to him. And if you'll believe him and if you'll confess and get an image inside you of never living past a certain age. Now, this is the trick the devil uses on people. I've heard of people that said, well, my granddad, he died at age 40. And my dad, he died at a certain age. And none of our families ever lived beyond a certain age. 
And I guess I'll go the same way. Well, they probably will. But thank God one fellow got a hold of the Word of God and said, I'm going to change all that by my words and by the Word of God. And I proclaim in the name of Jesus that the curse is broken. And he began to confess what God said. And thank God he didn't die at that age. He's still living. Why? Because he got a hold of the Word of God. See, he put some bits in his mouth. All of his other relatives and all of his other brothers had died before they got a certain age. Seemed like it was 40 or 45 years old. Died from a heart attack. He would have gone the same way if he hadn't have got a hold of his tongue and changed what he was saying. He turned the rudder. And he just changed the direction that he's going. Some of you can do the same thing concerning financial difficulties, concerning physical difficulties. Concerning marriage problems, some of you right now are proclaiming things, saying it to your wife and to other people that if you don't quit saying it, it will destroy your marriage because you're perfecting an image of a broken marriage inside you. And I'm saying that by the Spirit of God. There are many of you in that situation. There are many of you in the same situation concerning finances. If you don't change what you're saying, you're going to be a failure in life. Somebody said, well, I can plainly see. Yes, but we walk by faith and not by sight. We say what God says in the face of contradictory evidence. Now, here he says, let's get back to this. The tongue will set on fire the course of nature. What you've inherited naturally, good health from your parents, if you don't change the words you're speaking, it may change all that. You may die young. Yet you could inherit something through the family genes that would say that you have to die young, but you can change that also. You see, many people invite tragedy because they don't have the knowledge of how you can change the situation in your life. Just let the Spirit of God rise up on the inside of you and say, No, I'll not die young. I'll live to be old. <laughs> Go there to Psalms 91 and just proclaim it. And just take what Psalms 91 says and just say, yes, the Word says, a thousand may fall by my side and ten thousand at my right hand. But you know what I'm going to say? It won't come nigh me. That's what the Word says. And you go on down and just keep reading. He's given His angels charge over me. They keep me in all my ways. Thank God. He said, with long life, He will satisfy me. Like someone said, live 70, 80, 90 years and see if you're satisfied. If you're not, just live another 10 or 15 years. Paul said, I'm in a strait betwixt two. He said, I don't know whether to depart and go on and be with the Lord or stay with you. Talking to the disciples, you see. But he thought about it a little bit and he said, I guess since you need me, I'll just stay. Now, of course, I'm paraphrasing that. And he did. He stayed, thank God. Somebody said, yes, but Paul died a martyr. Well, did you notice what Paul said? He said, I'm now ready to be offered. I've fought a good fight. I've finished the course. I'm now ready to go. <laughs> so he made a decision to go. Some of you need to make a decision to stay here. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week is video offer number 7856, Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. 60-minute DVD for $20 plus $4 postage and handling. Calling things that are not as though they were. Now, that simply means you call for what God has given you, but is not yet manifest in your life. 
Second Peter chapter 1 tells us that God has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge. If you don't have knowledge of what he's given, then you couldn't possibly have Bible faith for it. Through the exceeding great and precious promises. It is by these exceeding great and precious promises that he's given us all things that pertain to life. But now it's not going to come to you just because it's in the Bible. You have to hear it, you have to believe it, and you have to call for it. Well, somebody said, well, I'd be lying if I was calling for abundance because I don't have abundance. That's what this video shares with you, how that you call for what you don't have. We do that in everything else in life. Why would we lock up on it and call things that are when we talk about what we have? Don't talk about what's happening to you. Talk about what the Word says will happen to you if you do what the Word says to do. Thank God I have given it's given unto me, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed, because the Scripture says, ye were healed. So then we confess what the Scripture says, regardless of whether it's in manifestation or not. That's planting a seed for what you need. You call things that are not. Any farmer that plants a seed of corn or soybeans or rice or whatever, he is calling for what he wants. He's not calling it the way it is. He's calling for what he doesn't have. He plants about two bushel of rice seed, and he expects to get a hundred bushel. Calling for what he doesn't have. Calling things that are not. Offer number 7856 for a total of $24. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.